Paradise Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! The time has come. It's season three. When we first started this, I didn't think we were going to do three seasons of this, Brandon, to be honest with you. But here we are. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch, BJ, fact-checking Matt, Matt, Mike Onahay. Did I say that right? We're back. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. You know, here's the thing. We were going to wait until free agency started, and has it been a frenzy? It definitely has. So many things going on around the league, not just with the Vikings. And to be honest with you, the Vikings kind of had a slow start to free agency. We were all kind of being like, hey, what's going to happen? And we knew that there was going to be some tough pills to swallow, yeah. like releasing some of our core players that we knew and loved for many years on Adam this team. Let's got to say goodbye to Adam Thielen. I don't think he sits around free agency very long, but we're going to go into some of the specifics as we get into this episode. We also had to say goodbye to Eric Kendricks. Yeah, it sucked. Which was kind of sad. And then you're happy about this, Brandon, but we said goodbye to Cam Toe. Did we really even say goodbye, or we were just? <laughs> was it like left a note yeah. on his locker? He's just like bye bye. Yeah, now. he didn't get his day like everybody else. We also did. lost Dalvin Tomlinson, which um, you know I don't think we just didn't want to pay him as much money as he was asking for. He, he went to the Browns and got some. He got some good money. Uh, Patrick Peterson also signed elsewhere, and I just think that it got Steelers. to the point where he couldn't. We couldn't pay him what he was asking either. It's fair. He, he went to Pittsburgh, but that's cool. Um, and then, but we started making some noise a little bit. We got, um, <laughs> what, Oliver? Is it John Oliver? Yeah. Tight end? Mm-hmm. From Baltimore? Now, a lot of- Josh Oliver. Josh Oliver. Yeah. A lot of the, the Vikings fans out there were like, what are we doing with the tight end? Well, we're going to lose Irv Smith, for one. But not many people know that he was the number one blocking tight end in the league last year, so it makes a lot of sense from what we- And we got him on the cheap, for the most part, too. Um, we also got, who was that guy from the Saints? Davenport? Yep. Yep. Who, who had a, Marcus Davenport. Who had a yep. big year in 2019, 2020, and then he was pretty injury-ridden last year. So if we get his 2019, 2020 form, we should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. He'll be a good replacement for Dalvin Tomlinson. Um, and what else we got? The guy, the dude, the guy that I'm really excited about. Yeah, Murphy. By- Byron Murphy. That was a mm-hmm. big signing for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, and then, of course, we uh, re-signed the kicker. We got Greg Joseph in there. That's cool. It's fine. He did all right. He did. A lot of people are mad because he missed so many extra points, but he, he won a lot of games for us last Find year Find somebody well. better. That's the hard part. Uh, we re-signed our long snapper, Andrew DePola. Which he was a pro bowler. Yep. We re-signed Garrett Bradbury after the year he had last year. That makes sense. Kirk Cousins' favorite sweaty ass. That's what he said. (laughs) And then we re-signed quarterback Nick Mullins to two years, which I believe is is a good re-signing as well. Uh, Ben Elvison, we got him back. Kenny Wilkes, okay, fine. Yeah. And then what else we got here? Let's see. And we re-signed Alexander Madison. Yeah. And also Harrison Smith is returning. And obviously Dalvin Cook. Who we're not going to trade, it doesn't sound like. We're going to keep him. Which with, it makes sense. With bringing in that blocking tight end. Yep. Then it makes sense. Our offense is basically going to stay the same, minus Adam Thielen. Sucks. Which he didn't have a great year last year anyways. No. So, but, I mean, it's still sad. But But I think, honestly, Jalen Rager will have a big year. Not a big year, but he will fill that role in, I think. See, and and here's my thing about Thielen not having a good year. 
And I think with uh, this goes to all players that went about the Vikings. They've there's been a lot of like they said it about Eric Kendricks. They said it about uh, uh, Harrison Smith. They've said it about Thielen. A down year. A down year. Well, I think there's factors that play into this, and I'm going to use Thielen as that example um, that applies to all of those guys. For Thielen, is it a down year when you have somebody like Justin Jefferson going off? I mean, yeah. that that dude almost set a single-season record. Yep. That dude broke a lot of records. There's only so much ball to go around. Yeah. So, I mean, your, your down year, in quotes, is like, well, yeah, but I'm I'm over on the other side. Of Justin Jefferson, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, KJ and Thielen had decent years. There's teams out there that their best receiver had as much, or maybe a little more than them, and we still had Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, to me, I'm, I'm like a down year. Is it the player, or is it the? Well, he the, played the injured scheme? a lot last year, but I think it obviously was a salary cap move, and there's still a chance that hey, you know, we re-sign him because he's still a free agent right now. So I'm sure he was supposed to visit the Panthers. I see. I thought I heard he signed with him, but I no. He I don't just was going to sure. visit with him. Oh no! Yeah, he hasn't signed yet. No, so well, it's Maybe still a chance. Back. And then with Kirk restructuring, also let's give a round of applause for Kirk Thank restructuring you, Kirk. because we were able to do some things because of that. Save that a was ton huge. of dough. Yep, and it sounds like he's just going to play out his final year of his contract. And if he has a big year, then obviously we'll resign him next year. But I'm just glad that he did a teammate move and restructured his contract, and so did. I mean, Hank. he really didn't. Yeah, he did. He saved us in $16 million in cap. Yeah, they just converted it to a signing bonus. That's so. fine, though. But yeah. either way, I'm just saying he restructured I mean, he gets his money no matter what. So, so good, well, for, good him. for him. But I'm just yeah. saying he at least yeah. saved us some cap hit. Um, yeah. And also Harrison Smith restructured, too. So he, that was a teammate move. And Brian Flores said that he, you know, because Harrison Smith, we're going to see a lot of him, even though he's older this, you know, this coming year, we're going to see a lot of him in his former form and what he was in Mike Zimmer's defense around the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, blitzing a lot more in the run game, that type of stuff, because he played so much in coverage last year, which wasn't really his style to begin with. You know what I mean? But he still had a couple of picks last year as well. Well, and it's hard, right? With our defenders. Sorry, Matt, I'll let you talk. I keep cutting you off, but the, 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 with our defenders last year, it's hard to say if they had a down year or not. What if we go into this year and they still suck? I don't know. But our like we can all agree our coordinator sucked. Like it set a lot of the players up to fail as far as overall stats go. Yep. And so it's like hopefully do they have their bounce back year, but it's just because of the coordinator? We'll see. I think Brian Flores makes us a better defense right off the bat, but I mean and we're gonna be a lot younger this year, so that's gonna help a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I still would like to see. I tell, texted Matt last night. I was like, I still would like to see one more big signing, not like a huge signing money wise, but like a bigger name. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on the offensive line, which I still think we need, and then another corner or a, a linebacker. Um, so we'll see. I thought Darius Slay was going to leave the Eagles, but he sounds like he's staying. Yeah. So, I don't know. what do you think, Matt? Yeah, so I'm like extremely happy with the way the Minnesota Vikings are moving this year. Um, in the off season, uh, you know they they're signing these players to reasonable deals. Like we've basically just like gotten rid of like everybody that we probably should get rid of. Minnesota's always had this problem with holding on to people too long. Um, I'm a firm believer of get rid of them. Maybe you know get rid of them one year early, then le- then keep them from one year late. Right. Mm-hmm. So. 
Um, I, I like everything that they're doing. Um, I do like the way that they, they move the cap around on Kirk Cousins. I'm not, like, hating on Kirk Cousins. I know that, like, that's my thing. But um, I do like that they were able to take that away. It, it helped us sign some, some good players. I mean, Marcus Davenport was a first-round pick. Um, and then, and then uh, Byron Murphy was a first-round pick, too. Second Arizona round. had really... It's a really like weird organization, not the best place for somebody to play at right now. And then uh, Davenport's been, you know, injured. But, I mean, he had nine sacks uh, a couple years ago. So, yeah, it, it, they're getting younger. That's the one, the one thing that I like. I mean, these guys are like 25, 26 years old. Um, we're, yeah. not, we're not signing on people that are in their 30s. And I, it is sad to see Patrick Peterson go. I was like hoping they would keep him just as a, kind of like a mentor, but Locker we're not going to pay his seven million dollars. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to happen. So I mean, yeah, we we talked a lot about this when we hired Quasi and how he is a numbers analytical guy, and the way that he is maneuvering this salary cap this year has been none other than very impressive to me, and just. We knew we were going to have some casualties, like we said, but just and then also just seeing the guys that we've gotten, the caliber of players that we have gotten for basically cheap money. So that means that these players are, that we're getting not only want to come play for us, but they want to play to win. And they understand that because of the salary cap issue, that they're willing to take this money to come play for our culture, for KOC and Quasi. They believe in this team. And the fans should do the same because there's so many fans out there just complaining right now, and I just I hate it. They just obviously don't understand football at all or the business side of football at all. Yeah, You know what I mean? Now, I, for one, I I can tell you right away, I don't understand how the salary cap works at all, period. I, just, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite understand it. I don't get it, how you can move money around and stuff like that. I'm sure if I sat down and did some research on it, it's not as hard as it looks. But I don't, off the top of my head, I don't get it. But I just know that if we're in salary cap trouble, there's going to be cap casualties. We're going to release favorite players and players that, you know, because they get paid too much and they don't want to restructure their deal. We knew that was going to happen. But I'm pretty impressed with what we've done so far. And it's only the first week. There's a lot of free agents out there still. And like Mm -hmm. I said, maybe Adam Thielen goes around the league and sees what he's being offered. And then maybe he comes back for a one-year deal for, you know, rather cheap. And then we could still fit him in that offense. That would be great. It's still- I mean, I would I would love to see um, uh, him come back eventually. Um, he's a third he's a third wide receiver at this point, though, and I know that he thinks he is. I you know I have talked to this with multiple people. Like he, he he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's always had that, yeah. and that's what made him great because he was undrafted. He came in, uh, he worked his way up. In like when people don't you know, believe that he still has the talent anymore. He still believes that. And I, and I applaud him for that, but just watching the last three years of him playing like everything, all the stats have gone down. Um, numbers don't lie. That's just like, everything has gone down. I'm not saying he's not a great player. He can't make some team good, but like he is not a a second wide receiver anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I agree with you. I think younger and, and better receivers have just came in, you know, KJ and JJ. Um, the, here's the thing that kind of gets me, maybe you guys can answer this for me, is 
Oh, you, you hear people clamoring around Twitter fans, you know, people complaining, but then they're like, man, I'd really like to see the Vikings get a, a another star wide out. Like people are well, yeah, wishing we, we get that. Odell. You're right. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm looking at our cap issue and I'm looking at our issues. I'm like, the last thing we need is another guy in there battling. Like, JJ's got it. Yeah. Well, we need KJ. We need the Thielen, right? We need that second and third, very dependable wide receivers, knows how to run routes, understands the route tree, is there, but understands their order as far as the pecking order on the team goes. Because it's obvious the team's going all JJ. It's JJ and. Kirk's team. Yeah, I mean, which, they've already, you know, they're already involving him in all of the yep, picks and the which, conversations. And which things, is a whole so. other problem for me, personally. But, yes, I agree with you. It's like, hey, man, what do you think of this? I hate it when teams do this. Can yeah. I just say that? I hate it when teams go all in on one player. Yeah. It just doesn't work. No. It's never worked. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I mean, like, Tom Brady was involved in, like, so was Peyton Manning was involved in a lot of the the things that they were going after too. No, he's. Meaning, it's not like they're, I, they're just going to trust him and be right. like, "Yeah, like, we're going to take this player." It's just like they have another person to evaluate yeah. evaluate it. It's I don't, not. I don't mind that as much as I mean. I think so much the financial side your of money. It. You're talking about if, money. If we pay him like he thinks he needs to get paid, and I'm putting words in his mouth. But but we pay him like everybody thinks he should, and then all of a sudden this is our guy. He's you got his poster up on the U.S. Bank Stadium, like Adrian Peterson back in the day, or or anybody else, right? It's like this is our team is based off of this one individual financially, and it's like, well, that's cool, but he's not blocking for the quarterback throwing him the ball. He's not on the defensive side of the ball. It's only one guy, and and I. You see teams that go one-sided like that that will just put the, all of their cards on that one guy, and it's so hard to see him win. I don't know. The, the Chiefs yeah, but, put all their money yeah. on Patrick Mahomes, and they just won a Super Bowl. Uh, but, but it was that's longer, though, right? I mean, he's not the top-paid quarterback, right? I mean, I don't know if he is. He's a 10-year, 200 money. I think he is. It was oh, a yeah. ton he's of definitely money. the top-paid. It's just yeah. over a long-term. Long-term, right. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Something I wanted to point out here about Harrison Smith, Ian Rappaport just tweeted, um, this is today is, what, Thursday? Yeah, it is. Thursday, March 16th, the day before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Harrison Smith, a long-tenured Vikings star, had strong interest from elsewhere, but all he wanted to do was stay home. Mm. That's oh. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and he probably wants to play for Brian Forbes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. These players are wanting because this culture. I mean, we have a good culture, and mm-hmm. um, we just got to stop with the choking. Obviously. Well, that was <laughs> the reason I wanted Brian Flores to come here. You know, like we can talk about numbers on that side, right? Like he hasn't had like the greatest defense, but players love to play for him, right? And mm-hmm. it's kind of like college. You know, like you get recruit classmen that want to come play for you, right? Mm-hmm. And, the biggest thing was like Minnesota being ranked like number one in uh, you know player like the what is the player association uh, thing you know like people like this it here it helps out when you're you're getting free agencies yeah also going yeah. back to Quasi and applauding him and the work that he's done um, he is setting us up for the largest cap space in the NFL for 2024 and 2025 knowing that we have big paydays coming for JJ. And possibly extension for Kirk if he plays well this year. Obviously, um, I do want to ask and kind of after we touch bases on this free agency stuff and kind of move our focus to the draft. 
uh, because now we know that Kirk is only going to play his final year of this contract. That doesn't mean that we don't extend him next year based on his playing, but we can assume that if we don't get the job done next year, make a run to the playoffs, play in a Super Bowl, or even win the Super Bowl, that we re-sign Kirk. So my question to you gentlemen is do we look at a quarterback in the first round or second round? Absolutely. I would agree yes. with that too, but at same. the same time, my only my only worry about that is is that we need so much help on defense that I would probably rather find a quarterback in the later round maybe. I don't really know because we know the quarterbacks are studs this year with C.J. Stroud, and I'm not a huge fan of Bryce Young. I think he'll be a bust in my personal opinion, um, but that's just me. Um, but, like, you know, and then you have others. Other Beyond that, I don't know if there's any late-round quarterbacks out there to even take a chance on yeah. um, because quarterbacks are such, you know, they're like, I think I don't know. I think this draft has a good potential for picking up a Patrick Mahomes uh, somebody like that. I mean, I, he did, he wasn't like a first round pick, right? Uh, no. but it, but he it, was second or third. Meaning, right? meaning, no, he was a first round pick. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was just late later first round. Right? Yeah, okay. the yeah, Chiefs yeah. moved up to get him. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's that kind of quarterback that was not necessarily under the radar, but it's a deep. If I'm understanding this draft, and I and I don't know a lot, but if it's a deep quarterback draft. Meaning that you could go in there and get your Brock Purdy, you could go in there and get your Patrick Mahomes, and have him play behind Kirk Cousins for a year or two. You're not grabbing that quarterback that's going to be your franchise quarterback next year, right? But maybe in two or three years, hopefully by that third year, you know. I, I mean, know. are you going to find a Jordan Love that's going to sit behind a quarterback for? Five years. I or think whatever. Jordan Love is going to be trash. I do too. <laughs> but I've never once seen a quarterback that's taken in the deep rounds besides Brock Purdy that's had the success like that. Like, usually quarterbacks John in those type. Well, yeah. But that's, like, so rare. But that's what I mean, though. But this this is when I look at this draft, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. not saying we're going to do that, but I'm not saying we need to, you know, pawn the farm here to go up and get a, a first-round quarterback. No, I mean, Even I, into the second or third, we might find a good quarterback that has good skills that can sit behind Kirk Cousins or somebody else. And the next couple of years and see what we got. And also, if it doesn't work out, we're okay. Yeah. So I agree with you, Stitch, that we should go defense or O-line or whatever. Yeah. But ultimately, I, I think when in draft rooms, it comes down to best available. That's the best I've ever heard of it explained is when it's your pick and your, your time is on the clock, you get the best you can, whether that be a – receiver a quarterback a defensive player uh what it doesn't matter yeah. you grab the best available because if he doesn't work for you this year it's draft or it's trade capital for later yeah yeah and we only have five picks this year so it'll be interesting to see what Quasey does with that because it will he trade down and get more picks or is he just going to keep the five and work with what he gets you know what i mean mm -hmm. or will he trade like dalvin cook in towards the draft to get more picks that's always a possibility too but it, it sounds is. like based on the reports coming out of minnesota that they have no intention of doing so and that they will probably keep dalvin this year so we'll see matt yeah yeah i i i agree with everything you guys are saying um but the one thing is as you have to look for quarterbacks, and I think like teams have to look for quarterbacks every year. I don't care if you've got like somebody that you think is 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 good. Um, I think it's always a good thing. That's why they always evaluate them, in my opinion, is just because you know like Kansas City probably doesn't need to look for a quarterback, right? But 
there are there are a lot of teams out there. I mean, look at all these quarterbacks that are moving on from their teams this year. Um, I think it is good. And we are the perfect situation for a quarterback right now. Um, if you can get somebody that falls a little bit, like an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis, um, somebody that does just kind of drop. You know what? And name. then you might have to move up a couple of spots to get them. Not, not like completely forge over like, you know, three draft picks or whatever for that. But, you know, you could, you could move up, get that guy, and then they have a year to sit behind Kirk Cousins, who is. A, a great quarterback. He's an above-average quarterback, um, and they can learn behind him. The only problem I've ever had with Kirk Cousins is he just always takes all the money. <laughs> That's always yeah. the thing that I've always just had with him. Well, and his uh, you know, four-yard throw on a fourth and eight. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I, so a name that you guys should maybe think about, honestly, is a guy that you could look late in the draft – Stent- Are you going to say Hendon Hooker? No, I'm going to say Stenson oh. Bennett. Oh, yeah, yeah. The quarterback yeah, from Georgia who won two Hooker. straight national titles, who was hmm. always the guy that nobody thought could play quarterback, smaller guy, and then proved everybody wrong. Now, he has a lot of flack in the media for a lot of reasons, but he's mobile. He's a smaller guy, but he has a huge arm and just his competitive nature. That is somebody that you could see – transferring well over to the NFL thinking that, you know, oh, he's not, he doesn't have the qualities. He's too small, blah, blah, blah. You, you see so many quarterbacks like that, Russell Wilson. There's so many that come in the league and prove people wrong. Stinson yeah. Bennett, we could get late and he could learn from Kirk and he had, and he won two national titles and he didn't just win them. He dominated. Look mm-hmm. at his stats in the last two years. The kid is, he's got it, man. And yeah. like, you don't win national titles and not be something. You know what I mean? Mm. Alabama does it without having good quarterback play. Well, what do you think, though, with this is the first time in a long, long time as a a football organization, we've had offensive mind, right? So we're going into this draft. You've got a quarterback or you've got a coach that was a quarterback that obviously understands. You've got to think his knowledge of even just looking at a quarterback. He's going to know like, hey, this boy can spin the ball. Mentally, this guy is there. I can I can train this guy. That's not always been the case. Sometimes the Vikings are where quarterbacks went to die because we would draft them, and it was almost like we just didn't know what to do with them or something. Like our our system was just not set up for them. No, we had issues with Christian Ponder because we drafted him way too high, and then and I knew a parent. I knew right away. I was like, this dude's trash. Why are we getting him? And then he was trash. He but, took us to one playoff game. But every other quarterback that's never even made a starting role other than injury on our team. I mean, like all of our backup quarterbacks we've had for the last, however, since Christian Ponder. You know what I mean? Like we we drafted Teddy Bridgewater. That was pretty good. But even you look at him, aside from the knee injury, do you think he really would have been better than, say, Kirk Cousins? Or he was never going to be a Russell Wilson. He was never going to be that that good. He was a game manager, but he's, you know, he, he, he doesn't have that strong of an arm. He's smart. You know what I mean? I, I guess I just kind of look at that stuff and I'm like, it, it just seems like until now we haven't had a, a <clears throat> system in place for that. 
Yeah, the only thing with Teddy Bridgewater was, like, yeah, and it's unfortunate that he got hurt. And, and like, uh, granted, I look back on it now, do I think that we win anything with him? Maybe not. The thing that I did like about him, though, was he was a winner. He was always a winner. He was a winner in college. He was a winner in high school. Um, and he was smart. Um, mm-hmm. But And he could move around a little bit. That's that's another thing too, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it was a lot yeah, more. Yeah, didn't have the biggest well. arm, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I love Teddy. I, I wish him the best. It was awful to see um, those that injury when it did happen. Yeah, and I hope that he gets an opportunity to win. You know, same yeah. way with all these other people that have left Minnesota that I absolutely adore. Like, I love Kendricks. I love yeah. you know. Um, Thielen, I, I I just wish them the best, but yeah, no, it's it's the unfortunate side of of football is you get it's to the business. yeah, it's yeah. a business. You get to a point where it's like okay, you might fit well on your ability might be best on somebody else's team, and unfortunately for us, it's it's not the best right yeah. now, you know. And I don't know, it's just kind of wild. It's wild to see how things are going. I know all around the NFL, really. Oh. Pessimistic Mark Houston thinks that we're going to be so trash this year. I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers will not be a Packer. Uh, he has yeah. every intention to be a Jet. They are on a standoff right now as far as compensation for the trade goes. I don't really care. But he it's going to come down to us and the Lions this year, yeah. I believe. The Bears, the are, Bears be, are moving. The Bears so. are definitely yeah. going to be a team that, like, kind of how I felt about the Jets last year. I'm like, the Jets are going to surprise some people. I think the Bears will surprise some people this year. They're doing mm-hmm. some things. The trade out of the first round pick and what they got for that trade yeah, was, was genius. They, you know what I mean? Like they get, they get out of the first round pick. They go down to number nine. They can still get the guy that they probably want to get. Mm-hmm. And then they get DJ Moore, one of the top receivers in the league. You get Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? Like giving him some weapons. Mm-hmm. They've signed some people as well. So I think the Bears, you know, because they have all this money to spend. And uh, the old GM from the the Chiefs, well, they have to doing spend a good job. Too. Yeah, they have they to have spend to. it. Yeah, yeah. So I think or they get penalized. The, the Bears also the Lions, man. They got David Montgomery. The Lions are going to be hardcore this year, man. They got some yeah, good are. defense too. They got better on defense so far. Um, you know, so I mean, I think it will come down to us and the Lions this year. The Bears finishing in third, and the Packers will be fourth. <laughs> right? Yeah, it'll be weird to see Jordan Love actually in the starting role, actually like taking that well, stuff. They, I don't think he's that. Well, good. he's not going to have anybody to throw to. No, and, the, and the, again, this is another year where the Packers have done nothing in free agency, and they're losing all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the Packers are going to put Jordan Love's parents all the way up at the top of the stadium like they did when he first started? <laughs> it, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's I think it's wild. Uh, uh, also, thinking about our team and how you say Houston thinks we're not going to be good. Think about it, though. Last year we were 13 and, what, four or whatever, uh, and we had a shit defense, right? Like, bad. This year it's going to be better, and we really haven't gotten much worse. You know, maybe you could you could give it this. Let's let's be pessimistic a little bit. Look at some of the the people we okay. Murphy, you bring him in. Is he better than Patrick Peterson? Yes. 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 Maybe. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe not extremely better, but like 
we're looking at it from our loving eyes. Let's look at it from no, he's the same. Let's just say he's the same. We still think athletically get, he's better. And we smart wise he's probably not better. Right. But and, athletically he's better. Yeah. Right. And we didn't get worse, I guess is what I'm saying. We brought in a, a different defensive end. Is he better than Dalvin Tomlinson? Maybe not, but we didn't get worse, right? And a receiver core. By losing Thielen, did we get worse? Not necessarily. We still have Rager, right? Yep. We still got KJ. Also, who was that rookie last year? I think Jalen Naylor is going to be the dude. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So we had Jalen yeah. Rager and Jalen Naylor. And yeah. who yeah. Did, Naylor made I don't some, think Rager is smart at all. Naylor like, made I some don't. plays last year. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. But, okay, the, the reason why I say Jalen Rager is because, A, he was still a number one pick. He was also picked before J.J. So there was a reason why an NFL team picked him. I think KOC will get the best out of him this year. I know that they got they kind of tried to put him in the offense last year, and he kind of made a few plays, but there were some also boneheaded plays, which is obviously the reason why he didn't pan out in Philadelphia. But I think KOC will get the best out of him. He won't have, like, a huge, huge year. It's gonna, The offense is obviously going to go through J.J. and K.J., but I think we'll see more from Rager than we've ever have yeah. this year, in my, in my I, opinion. I, I disagree. I okay. hope that you're going to see Naylor oh. more than Rager. Uh, Rager, they brought him in to return kicks. And, yeah, maybe. And Naylor is here. Like, he played the last game of the season and had over 150 yards, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, I think he'll do better. KJ is the number three, in my opinion, too. I don't think he's, like, a great number two. I Who's think he's the a slot two, kind of guy. So who's yeah. number two then? Yeah, it'd be Naylor right now, in my opinion. What on the depth chart? So no I put, way. I put KJ over Naylor, just experience-wise. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. But Naylor is an outside. I guess if I'm looking at it like a, a, a just okay. So number three is the, always a slot guy. I guess I could probably take that away because there are some slot receivers that are number ones on their team or number twos on their team. So yeah, there'll be JJ, KJ, but then Naylor on the other outside. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. We I see your situation. We haven't even really talked about, and I knew that we weren't going to be able to this episode uh, about all everything going on in the NFL because it's been a pretty crazy free agency so far. Yeah, dude, free agency is getting ridiculous, man. Yeah, like I've never seen it like this, and in the last couple of years, it's been like this. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's I, I we knew that this week was going to be huge, and it it definitely has been. A lot of players yeah. going to other places. Baker um, Mayfield down to the Bucks for a year. Nobody cares. I care. <laughs> I kind of like Baker Mayfield in my mind of my in my heart hearts. I feel like eventually he's going to be a Viking. No, I just for some reason I feel like something weird's going to happen. Budget crisis. I don't know, but Carson Wentz will be a Viking before Baker oh, Mayfield. God. Oh, no. oh, that doesn't Please, help no. anybody. I'm yeah. kidding. No. I'm kidding. But what's no. that poor boy going to do, Carson Wentz? I don't know. No, he'll go to another team somewhere. I don't know. What are the Colts going to do for a quarterback? I mean, mean, obviously they're going to draft somebody. They're going to draft one. Yeah. Yeah, but but do they still have what's his nuts? No, they released Matt Ryan the other day. Did they? Yeah. Wow, where's he going to go? I think he retires. You think he retires? Yeah, I do. Who's the – wow. He does not look good anymore at all. No. You don't think San Fran's going to bring somebody like that in? Because right now, San they already Francisco brought somebody nobody. in, didn't they? Oh, they did? Who did they bring in? Um, oh, man, I can't even remember. It's, uh, yeah, San Francisco. Let me look it up. I mean, they're 
they're, I think they're betting on Brock Purdy to get healthy. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, they brought oh. in Darnold. Yeah, yeah duh. Sam, Sam Darnold. Duh. So Sam Darnold will start the season probably, and yep. then Brock Purdy will come in towards the end. Uh, I think they wild. still try to. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Oh, and yeah, either. you're right. I forgot about Trey Lance. Wow. They got to see and where he's Donald at. Donald will be the backup, and then Purdy will probably be the third stringer. <laughs> Did you guys see that post out there where they're like, Sam Darnold drafted blah, number one or whatever, top ten, and Trey Lance drafted blah, and then Brock Purdy drafted last, <laughs> and they're going to be his better. backups yeah. You know when he's, when he's helping. Because they're saying his surgery went good, and they're thinking he can start throwing after what six months or three months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he might yeah. be back-ish, you know. Yeah, we'll see. I I also just think that Kyle Shanahan's good with quarterbacks, though, too, and like and makes a lot of quarterbacks look better than they actually are. Um, yeah. So, like Jimmy G, what he just went to the Raiders, right? Or, uh huh. Yeah. So he Devontae went to the Raiders. Adams is really happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't see him doing well. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think Jimmy G's any better than Derek Carr. So no, I think yeah. Derek Carr's got a better arm. Well, yeah, yeah. but I think uh, Jimmy G. The thing about Jimmy G. is, is he wins games. Yeah, he might I don't not think wow so. you with stats. But I'm he wins with Matt. Games. Yeah, I'm but with I Matt. think that's coaching, man. That's coaching that made him win games. Well, we'll he see went him. from whatever the arguably best NFL coach ever in New England. To over to the probably actually best coach in the NFL in San Fran. Now he's going to the Raiders and uh, probably the worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they traded away their best player for nothing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. No yeah. wonder Josh Jacobs was upset. The best back in the NFL was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, he's like, "Get yeah. me the hell out of here." I don't know what's going on in Las Which, Vegas. Which honestly man. might not have been a bad place to be if you're running back because with Garoppolo, I feel like Garoppolo is a lot like Teddy Bridgewater, right? Smart. He's been a game winner. Doesn't have the best arm in the world, but understands can run an offense, right? But it's a lot of running back. It's a heavy running back. Mm-hmm. So it might. Have been I mean, I hope so. My dynasty league can use that. So. <laughs> Well, I think we should do another episode next week because there's going to be more dominoes to fall. Yeah, I really hope. Yeah, that... well, Harrison's back. That was the big one. Yep. that I knew that was going to happen today. Um, yeah, because we and Zadarius, as of now, is still a Viking, and he. I mean, he. he oh actually, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit, right? Like, he, I think it's like I think he's being kind of a little bit disrespectful, and you know, mm-hmm. like. Because he just came out with a Twitter post like after and was like, well, goodbye, everybody. And they're like, what? No. Yeah, like, we haven't even talked yet. Yeah, bro, <laughs> you got a contract here. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. I, I also feel like our team as, as a whole going into this, things to talk about maybe next episode or maybe this one, whatever, is uh, going into the draft. You kind of alluded to it, Stitch, about Dalvin Cook. We got Dalvin Cook. We got Zadarius Smith. We've uh, those are the two big ones I think on our team that are trade capital for picks and or whatever, but but going into the season, if they're on our team, great, we're better for it. If they're not, I think as long as I think our guys would trade for good things, you know what I mean? Like it would make us better eventually. Yeah. Well, the only thing that I would say, devil's advocate on that with that statement is that Zedarius had a great first half and then his yeah. injury in his knee 
kept him from having a good second half. Yeah. He only yeah. had a point five sack or a sack yeah. for the rest and of the second half of the season. And back to my too. back to my statement on it's hard to judge him because of the defensive coordinator. Oh right. So it's hard. It's no, hard. I get it, but yeah. he played injury. What I'm saying is yep. his injury is what's going to make that draft or his trade capital not worth what he probably wants or well, what we. That's want. not even yeah. the biggest thing. The biggest thing is like. He's already said that he wants to leave, so yeah. all these teams are just going to be like, "Well, we're just going to wait until they cut him." Like, because yep. yeah. if there's a player that doesn't want to leave, I mean, you, I guess you could hold him hostage a little bit, but like, yeah. I, I don't see Minnesota doing that. I just want to know why he wants to leave. Like, maybe he was he so at, happy to be there last year. Maybe he looked at his position, and I, and I don't know the answer to this, but I'm. Just, I think he wants a better payday. Like, I, I do, and. Yeah. It's like it's really hard to do that when you've been injured now two years, and yeah. yeah, you played well for the first little half, but yeah, it's really hard to pay somebody like that, right? <laughs> and then Dalvin just coming off a of shoulder surgery too. A lot. I mean, I know that he has a lot of interest across the league, especially in Miami and uh, in Buffalo, but he's coming off of a shoulder surgery, and this is his first year that he's ever played an entire season. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah. That also weighs into effect. Nobody's going to be like, all right, we're going to give you a first round pick for Dalvin. Well, no, you know what I mean. But like, like honestly, like I take like a fifth round pick for him. Get something for him because yeah. if you just wait and don't get anything for him, then it's worse. Like just just take a fifth round pick, a fourth round pick at best. Right. right. Like it's and, something. And I do think he's a. I do think he is a. This is going to be weird. I do think he is a better running back than we need. Meaning. Everybody wants a better running back, right? But our offense isn't necessarily running back driven. At first, I was like, I don't think Alexander Madison is good enough to carry this team. But I think in the way our team is kind of schemed and the way it goes, he, he, we don't need uh, an Adrian Peterson, Dalvin Cook, uh, you know. Well, nobody needs that anymore. No. Like, they just don't. No. Like, that's it's just not it. the way the league runs anymore. So The only thing I'd miss is he does got some good hands. You know, and I mean, yeah, he yeah. that one handed catch in the end zone, bro. That's well, real. We talked about Ty Chandler; he could probably fill that void. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. we'll see. I, as of now, Dalvin st- will be in our team, and I still think he will be. We won't trade him unless uh, unless know, in the draft. That's the only. That's way the I only way. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. and unless Quesi can get or Quesi can get some good draft capital capital and get some more picks for this yeah. year's draft. And see what yeah. happens, but other than that, I, I'm pretty sure I'm about 75 percent sure that he stays a Minnesota Viking. And I'm year. okay with it. I'm okay with it too. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm okay with it. Like I love Dalvin again. Yeah, we all do. Like, him. Yeah. I just I want to get something for these guys before yeah. they leave. Right, yeah. and I, I agree. And I think that's kind of yeah. what I meant by my earlier comment: is I trust our guys, our coaches, our manager, our staff that they're either a going to be on the team and we're better for it, or b we're going to get things that are better for it for them like we're not just gonna yeah. give them away or release them yeah you know yeah for sure uh we just re-signed offensive lineman austin schlotman who okay. started four so games last season him. so that just happened that then? just happened okay uh just got the notification so i would oh. like us to also like i said it would be nice to get one more splash a bigger offensive lineman or a corner well i think they draft that though like but i do i, I think I, I think they stick in the trenches in this draft and they draft like either a defensive tackle in the first round and then go offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got their defensive end and Davenport um, that they can work with. And then, 
you know, you've got the other guys like Patrick Jones Jr., who played pretty well last year, too, um, and then Daniil Hunter and all of that stuff. Yeah. And then cornerback, you really don't need to go anymore, in my opinion, because you did pick up Byron Murphy. Um, so you don't have to take cornerback. Because everybody had us taking a cornerback in the first round. And I'm like, I'm so tired of seeing a cornerback in the first round <laughs> as a Minnesota Viking fan. Like, right. just give me something else. Um, you know, are we going to re-sign Duke Shelley and then we can end? Oh, uh, yeah, they did. I thought. No, we have not. Uh, I thought they did today. Hold on. I haven't seen any news on it. And um, yeah, no, they agreed on a two-term or two-year deal. Really? So, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. That makes me feel. It was last. It was yesterday, actually. Yeah. So I did not get a news notification. We don't want to be dropping the dookie. We do not want to drop the dookie, man. We want that kid. That kid came in and played when he no, started. Yeah, was yeah. the top yep. rated corner PFF wise for the yeah. games he started. So um, I don't know if he can mimic that success, but obviously he thrived in that that in that role. So I yeah, think- but I mean, you know, we're younger now, dude. I'm like super excited for Vikings now. I am more on the pessimist pessimistic mark houston side where i don't think that we win a lot of games next year but like that's fine to me like frick you matt younger so frick you matt we're winning i don't think we go i mean it's gonna be no we're not gonna be bad i think 10 games maybe yeah 10 and 7 right win the division or get a wild card spot i still think we make the playoffs there's no way we don't make the playoffs um but yeah it's gonna be hard to win 13 games again it really will be but if we get better on defense and our offense basically stays the same why not the only difference is is that our schedule is 10 times harder this year you know what i mean but the schedule is always different every year because teams yeah change i'm, so much, I'm never I mean? worried about the schedule i'm not like that's not like the thing that i take away um but you got to look at it like last year guys like how many games did we win by one point or like one score, 11, right? Like 11 yeah, games. And that's just not going to repeat itself, you know? And now that could be, we just get way better on offense. Like if we, if we draft like a wide receiver in the first round that just goes off as well, which I could see happening too, because they, they want a number two wide receiver, somebody that's like fast that can open the door for JJ to do his thing on the side. Um, it could be, it could be very good. It could be top five, you know. Uh, but again, we got to see that. So it's just I here's just my, don't see. Here's my I prediction. Buckle up. Are you ready? When's the last time Kirk Cousins had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row? Never. Never. <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, this time will be it, right? Kirk yeah, Cousins yeah. above average. We've agreed, but he's never had the same coordinator. Every year he's had to learn something new. Not this year, big boys. Also. Dalvin Cook, if he comes back, great news. Also, Justin Jefferson, he's only getting better. Also, his first time having the same offensive coordinator in the NFL yep. for two years in a row. I'm not worried about our offense at all. I'm excited for our offense. Our, I think our offense will be Are you doing it? Or is better. my share my bit or are you sharing yours? So hold on. <laughs> so then you've got the offense that is going to be doing better than they were last year yes. because everybody's on the same page as the same people. Yep. Right? Defense is yeah, going to get better. With Even yep. with worth, pl- worse players, we're going to be better than we were last year. Yep. And that's the only thing that killed us. The only reason we were in one score games it was the only reason we didn't go very far in the playoffs it was the only reason that we didn't win out yeah 
there's a lot to be excited about, and I don't, and I understand why people or fans are so upset because we lose all the time. But at the same time, if you actually look at it from a football perspective, there's no reason why we won't be better this year. Not maybe not by record wise, because winning 13 games in the NFL is is very difficult. Yeah, to yeah that's all I'm saying is just but like 13 games is a lot. We will lot. perform better. We probably won't be in situations where we have to win one score games yep. as much as we were. We might actually dominate games this That's year. That's taxing on teams. Yeah. It is. So yeah. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for what Quasey's doing. This is only year two, and he's shown me a lot already that I'm excited about. We yeah. have no reason to be excited for Vikings' future. Say if we don't make the playoffs this year and it's a frustrating season, at least we have the salary cap of 2024 and 2025 next year, you know, mm-hmm. those years to look forward to where we can get big signings where mm-hmm. we can address those issues that we have. You know what I mean? Like, I there's a lot to be excited yeah, about. There might be just a quarterback, you know, that in free agency that you can pick up. I'm tired of Minnesota doing that, to be honest. But, I mean, there could be somebody like, uh, you know, like, I mean, there's Lamar out there this year. Uh, I don't want them to go after that. But, it, you know, like, there yeah, are what big, big guys that could happen. Yeah, the, how the cards fall. Here it is, boys. Are you ready? Let's Jets. Go. Yeah, Vikings, Super Bowl. Shut up, <laughs> Super Bowl, homeboy. No, ah, ah. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, no. fine. Jets, we don't the make Jets the playoffs. Never be good. We don't make the playoffs. The Jets tank. Rogers way crazy trade to the Vikings. Kirk Cousins to the Jets. Super Bowl, homeboy. <laughs> No, the Bengals are your uh, 2024 Super Bowl uh, champions. I don't want Aaron Rodgers here. It is not like a Brett Favre situation. No, he's like not. I hated Brett Favre until he got here as well. But like, I really do not like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, don't I don't like his mentality. It's even gotten worse. I used to not mind him. Right, everybody hating on him. So I was like, No, I'm gonna like this guy. Like he'd be fun at a family barbecue. No. You know, and and then now it's like the douchiness he's been playing. Look, none of us like the Packers. Whatever. But come on, man! Like, yeah. be it, be a, be an adult. You know, like, no. I mean, he's just trying to announce everything for himself. You know, yeah, he's, he's gonna announce very his like, trade on the Pat McAfee show or like what something. You yeah, know? it's just so. it, what he said to Adam Shefty. Lose yeah. my number. Well, you know what, Aaron Rodgers, we don't want your number and never will. So. Yeah. With that, I take his number. Who we playing in the Super Bowl? The Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the what Bengals. If we play the Raiders, remember we said that. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would pick the Bengals. It's the Bengals. So, Joe Burrow wins the. I mean, I'm gonna pick the Bengals as well. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Mm. They did lose their two Me, top side, like best but... overall team, not best quarterback. My dream come true: Bills, Vikings. Let's go. Yeah, you know. Did you see what Stefan Diggs said? I'm going to close with that. He said, I think they sent me here because they didn't want me to succeed. No, man. We really? want, we sent you to the Buffalo because that's where you wanted to go. And, and you, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you would succeed. Yeah. Well, and he's getting, he's, I'm, I love Stefan Diggs, but he did always have that kind of prima donna type yeah. of stuff. It's like he's trying to make a chip for his shoulder. It's definitely not. What, yeah, he's trying to make a chip for it. We don't need yeah. to, man. It's, you're good. We man. all know you're good. You're it's digging fine. it. All right, boys. Well, this was fun. First episode, season three, season ladies and gentlemen. Three. And I think we're gonna we have more dominoes to fall, so maybe we'll do an episode next week as well because we'll learn more about free agency as players sign elsewhere, get waived. Ezekiel Elliott was released by the Cowboys. His last play as a, him getting demolished. <laughs> 
It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what's going to be another great season of Vikings football. We have a long way to go, but free agency's here. The draft is right around the corner, which means training camp's right around the corner, OTAs. The season will be here before we know it, boys. Score! Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.